Well, 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 welcome back to the podcast. It has been a minute. This is Christy Dole. You're listening to When Hustle Meets Flow. And yeah, it's been a minute. Um, I have, you know, I am in deep, deep um, inquiry and transformation, truly. Um, my business is changing. My purpose is deepening. And the layers that I am working on myself and then turning around and sharing with this community are also under transformation. So it's it's been good. Um, one thing about myself is I have an undefined throat in human design. So if any of my human design people out there, um, I have an undefined throat, which means when you look at my chart, it's it's white. It's not that there's no color to it. I do have some gate activations, but with an undefined throat, sometimes I just don't have anything to say. And undefined throats are meant to speak for others and meant to share their story in an effort to help others. Where defined throats, you guys always kind of know what to say. You have a particular flavor to your voice that is consistent, and you're actually meant to really speak up for yourself. So as an undefined throat, um, you know, before I learned about human design and even in the beginning of learning about it, you know, I have a podcast and I was showing up weekly and I told myself, this is what I do. I show up weekly. And right now, again, I'm really in a deep transformation um, where I'm honoring my my design more. I'm honoring my energy more. And I really want to show up here to this particular platform, my podcast, when there's really something to say and where I know it's going to benefit um, benefit others. So today I want to talk about <laughs> something that I've been in um, relationship with for a while, something that is a little, um, I don't want to say taboo because it it's really shouldn't be taboo, but it, it kind of teeters on the line of taboo. Um, and something that I'm just really interested in and exploring and learning for myself. And that is this idea of pleasure, 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 pleasure. So I think this is what they mean by healing from the inside out. So let me just sort of take you on the journey. Okay. Um, you know, by the way, this is not so much a trigger warning as it is just a heads up that this conversation is going to include topics like masturbation, sex, um, pleasure, you know, really the, um, the feminine essence and things like that. So, I mean, I hope you stay and listen because I feel like every woman needs to be kind of opening their ears to this sort of content. But if this is not your jam, now's your time to stop, stop the recording. Okay, so let's get into it. I'm going to just be really, really honest here and just sort of share, okay? So right now I'm 40 years old and I'm really finding myself in a moment of rediscovering myself, rediscovering this aspect of myself that I really never gave weight to, never thought was important, thought was selfish, thought was silly. Um... I'd see other people kind of, you know, leaning into it and talking about it. And I would always just kind of think like, that's so dumb. And that's this idea of pleasure um, and how important it is and how there's so much wisdom in pleasure. So 
that's kind of the moment that I'm in. I'm going to share with you what I'm doing, how I'm sort of diving into this myself, but I really want to sort of take you back. Um, I remember when I was a young girl, my obviously my dad never really told me about sex or anything. My mom, bless her heart, love her to death. She, I remember I was um, like in first grade and she pulled me out of school, took me to the park and she had these books and the books were all about kind of like the female body and how babies were made. And she, she taught me that at a very young age, which I was, I, I think it was so smart. I think she did it because she didn't want other people to teach me first. So that was a little preemptive on her part, which I, again, I think is smart. Um, and I'm just going to be totally honest with you guys, you know, I saw the book and I was like, okay, so like the baby comes from like where I pee and literally you guys, until I was probably like in my late twenties, I thought that babies came out of where we pee. (laughs) I always used to say to my mom, you mean this teeny tiny pinhole opens up to the size of a baby? And she'd be like, yeah, I don't even think my mom knew to be honest. My mom again, love her to death, was a virgin when she met my dad. So, and like, good for her, you know, she was brought up in South America. That's, you know, that was what was taught to her and that was important for her. And so she did that. Um, so I just didn't quite understand my own body. Um, again, this is a very kind of personal podcast, but um, I literally did not know that we had three holes down there until I was, again, in my 20s. <laughs> um, or no, that's not true. It was probably like 16 when I started to wear tampons. That's honestly when it started. That's when I was like, oh, there's this, this whole other cavity down there. So the whole point of me sharing that with you is that I did not understand my body. Nobody taught me about pleasure. Nobody taught me or encouraged me to explore that part of myself. Um, I masturbated for the first time when I was like, I think 15. And it was because I like watched some HBO special and I was like intrigued. So I did it. I remember I was the one that went to my friends at the time and like told them about, you know, an orgasm. And I remember like one of my friend's faces was like, she was like, wait, what, what happens? And where do you do this? And, you know, and I think a lot of women, we learn about sex these ways from our friends, from magazines, from, you know, back then there was no internet. So it was mostly magazines and like videos and porn and, and it's just really sad, you know, um, I'm really only going to speak to women right now. Cause I know men have their own, you know, probably, I don't think dads are really sitting down talking to their sons about how to please a woman, right? And and men themselves also see magazines and porn. And that's, you know, young boys grow up thinking that, you know, vaginas are not supposed to have hair on them and just all this conditioning, guys. This, This conversation is really about the conditioning. So then probably entering into, you know, then it's like my first, you know, my first encounters with with any of these sorts of things with boys and um in middle school high school college i didn't know what i was doing right nobody nobody knows what they're doing um i guess it felt good but not really 
And I just was going through the motions. It's like, oh, this is what you do. And you just have sex and and you say, ooh, it feels so good. And, you know, and it's just kind of like you don't really know what you don't know, right? So then I kind of find myself married with kids and feeling really lost, feeling really disconnected, feeling really um, disconnected from my feminine, my core feminine essence. And here's really what I've learned about what being a woman is. And again, when I say woman, I want to respect all people. So this is like if you identify as a woman, right? It doesn't necessarily mean you were born as a woman, but if you identify and you, 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 yeah, if you identify as, as female, as a woman, you know, our bodies were literally built for pleasure. Again, guys, did not know any of this until probably like a year ago, but our bodies are lit. Every inch of our skin is built for pleasure. And we have one specific part of our body that has no other function except to have pleasure. And that's our clitoris. Literally, there's no other function of that is except to have pleasure. And yet pleasure is not something that is valued, is talked about. This conversation is making me uncomfortable for fuck's sake. And, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in my, I'm in the work. I'm, I'm doing my own self-discovery and my own work on this because I really, there's a part of me that knows that this is kind of a piece of what's been missing from my, my human experience. And I also know working with women the last decade, that pleasure is not something that we consider to be income producing or productive or anything like that. And I think that's a major, major problem and a major, major reason why we are suffering, why we are sick, why we have these diagnoses, why, you know, we have these autoimmune diseases and it's like our, your body's turning on you and we don't, you know, doctors are like, we don't know why, but let's go ahead and put you on all this medication. And nobody is really wanting to look at the root. And the root, I believe, is that we've forgotten where our power lives. So I'm really, again, early in this inquiry myself, but um, one of the women that I work with, a coach that I work with actually talks about, I mean, I'm, I'm going to read this because I thought it was so good. She said, the way you are with your business, and this could be with anything, business, health, relationships, fill in the blank. But the way you are with your business is probably the way you are with your orgasms. She says, are you comfortable in the slow burn, the not knowing when the big explosion will come, or do you rush to have that hit of, of ecstasy, right? Perhaps you don't even allow yourself to linger in the blissful aftermath before you're up and onto the next thing on your to-do list. You fight against yourself trying to make it happen instead of caressing and exploring the subtle layers of your dreamiest fantasy, whatever it is that you're wanting to create. And so she just talks about how this buildup of pleasure is actually um, a way to create results, to create happiness in your life. But honestly, I really don't even want to go down that road right now. I really want to just say that pleasure for pleasure's sake is the vibe, 
is something that we all should really think about, explore. And honestly, like right now, this conversation, for you that's listening, how are you feeling? Are you are you kind of triggered? Are you uncomfortable? Are you judging me? Are you thinking, oh my God, I can't believe she's talking about this on her podcast? And by the way, I don't care. <laughs> you can think whatever you want. But what I'm wanting to bring to your attention is what is going on inside you right now in this moment? Because that is information. That is a reflection of how you feel about your own humanness and ability to create, sustain, and give pleasure. So while I've been on this journey, here's what I have kind of found. Number one is movement. Now, you, I've talked about movement before. I love to dance. Shaking is a really uh, treasured practice that I have. And more and more women, my, oh gosh, I cannot encourage you to shake anymore. Like you must use your body as the physical vessel through which you alchemize emotions and allow them to move through you. But moving in a really pleasure-filled way When's the last time you did that? You know, when's the last time you took your hands and just rubbed your arms and your chest and your neck and kind of rifled your fingers through your hair and maybe rubbed your belly and your thighs? Like do it right now if you can. Like just rub your thighs and your belly and start to notice what happens to your body. It's like it's waking up. It's like it's waking up. And it's like, when did we decide that we're not meant to be in this constant state of arousal? When did we decide that that doesn't have any value and that it's not important? So movement, right? Moving my body in really sensual ways is something that I've been doing a lot lately. Like before I have a client or before I even come on this podcast, it's just sitting there and like rubbing myself and just loving on myself and feeling and just activating every single little, um, you know, uh, sensor on, on the edge of my skin and maybe swirling my, my belly or my hips in a way that really allows the energy to move. Right. What if that was a part of your, you know, pre-work routine? What if we made pleasure a part of our daily practice? And again, as I say this, notice what comes up. No, cause for me, for the longest time, I was like, yeah, okay. That's just a waste of time. You know, who cares? And and I'm going to be, again, really honest with you guys and just share, I, this is something that I am conscious of and not necessarily working on because I accept who I am, but also inviting in, um, making space for another way to be, which is I am always like, will this make me money? You know, will this make me money? Will this grow my business? Will this build my community? Will this, will, will this, um, you know, draw in more people? Will this make me a stronger magnet? And I'm going to be, I'm going to call myself out and say, when you always have an attachment to an outcome, you're not able to enjoy the pureness of it. And so I'm still getting there. I'm still getting to a place where pleasure for pleasure's sake is enough. And so if you kind of have this attachment, like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm willing to try Christy, you know, I, I, I follow you. I, I, I know you're successful. And if you're doing it, I'll try it. Like if you're in that space, amazing. And I so 
welcome you on this journey of kind of reigniting and reclaiming your pleasure. But just just notice how much of this you're trying or doing or thinking about because you want it to equate to something else. And as I say this to you, I am so conscious of it myself. And I'm getting to a place where it's like, wow, pleasure for pleasure's sake. That's it. Pleasure because I'm human. Pleasure because this is what I'm here for. So movement has been a really big part of how I've been introducing this back or not even back into my life, but how I'm introducing this into my life. Um, What else am I doing that's new? So if you followed me on stories, you've seen that I've invested in some new tools. um, And those tools are in the form of a crystal wand um, and a yoni egg and like another, um, another product called the sacred squirter. So you know, masturbation is not something that I'm new to, but oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking about this. See, it's it's even making me feel a little uncomfortable. So I'm just going to love myself through this sensation, tell myself that I am safe to share here. This is my container. The people that are here are wanting my energy. So this is like real-time emotional alchemy, guys. Okay. I am not new to, you know, masturbation, but for me, it's always kind of been more on the outside, more looking for that clitoral orgasm. I've never really like thought of the value or again, nobody taught me. Nobody, I I don't know. I didn't know. I have no idea, right? I'm just learning. But this crystal wand is meant to be put inside and I remember when I got it, I messaged the creator of it and I'm like, so what do I do with this? Like, because again, it's like all I have in my mind is like porn, you know, where it's just like, it doesn't, for me, that doesn't get me going. That's not like, I'm not like, oh yeah, you know, I want just something jammed inside of me, like super hard and fast. Like that, for some people that's their jam. And for me, you know, it's like, I'll do it, right? If that's what my partner wants, but that's not giving me pleasure truly. So she just kind of said, it's a really slow practice, like get to know yourself and just take it really slow, just like slow, you know, glide it in slowly and just take it slow. That's basically what she said. So I actually gave myself a bubble bath, which is another piece of this that I will share here in a moment, but I typically, I'm not a bath person. Um, I don't know why I just never have been, but I would say in the last six weeks, I've taken four baths. So I'm becoming a bath person. Um, And it is a part of my pleasure practice to have a bath because it just asks me to slow down. Um, So I, so I made a bath and I got some candles and I saged and like set the intention and this crystal wand, it's, um, rose quartz and it's beautiful. I mean, it's, I love crystals. You guys know that. Um, but I set an intention into the crystal because that's what the instruction said is take a moment and set an intention. And I really, it felt kind of like embarrassed and a little, like I had a little bit of shame tied to this the very first time I did it because again, so much conditioning, you know, it's like, oh, I'm just taking 10 minutes to just masturbate. Like Jesus, you know, don't you have something else to do, Christy? That's the conversation going on in my head. 
But I'm like, no, you know, I can do hard things. If this makes me really uncomfortable, this is an edge. This is an edge. And this is what I share and talk about with you guys all the time is to play with your edges and to the things that make you uncomfortable. Like that's like that's an arrow pointing you in the direction to keep going. You know, there's a difference between between being uncomfortable and being out of alignment. So you have to know the difference. For me, being out of alignment literally makes me feel nauseous. It makes me feel like this is everything in my body just screams no when something's out of alignment. When I'm uncomfortable because I'm at my edge, that's when I start to feel kind of like the emotions. And the emotions simply want to be alchemized. So just know the difference between the two. But so for me, I took a bath and just kind of started and again, took it slow like like the creator told me to. And it was really, really beautiful. I, it was amazing. It was almost like, and I, <laughs> oh my God, again, feeling feeling a little embarrassed here, but um, just a side note, I'm reading a book called Pussy, a Reclamation by Mama Gina. And she talks about how, you know, the truth is it's like, the, the, the correct terms is like your vulva is the outside, your vagina is the inside. She's like, but those are such technical terms. And so she just calls it pussy. And so I'm going to adopt that too, because it feels powerful. It feels feminine. It feels sexy. So it was almost like my pussy um, was just like almost the, the way my body responded to it the first time, it was almost like she had just been waiting and waiting and waiting for this kind of love and attention that I was giving her. And so I did that and it was beautiful. And I did not have an orgasm, but that wasn't the point. The point was to start to get to know myself. The point was to start to understand what pleasure in that part of my body from the inside felt like, because, you know, it's not something that had I'd really been aware of until this point. Now, <laughs> So that all happened and it was beautiful. And my husband knew about it and I told him and I just said to him, you know, this, so prior to this, I was really embarrassed and I felt a lot of shame around having anything but my husband inside of me. Like that is real. I remember I had conversations with my friends like a year ago about this and like, you know, they use toys and I'm like, oh my God, like I would be so embarrassed to have something inside of me giving me pleasure that wasn't my husband. And so I talked with my husband about it and I was like, you know, how do you feel? And he was like, oh my God. He's like, I would feel totally fine if you did that. Like I would be, he was like, it doesn't bother me at all. And it's so interesting how the entire time I felt like it was almost like I was cheating on him. Right. And that's how deep the conditioning is. That is how deep the conditioning really of monogamy is. My Both my parents are still married to each other and they're happy and that's a wonderful for them. And monogamy is just, it's just what you do, right? So the thought of something else giving me pleasure almost felt like cheating. So I had to get over that mindset hump. So finally, you know, I got my my crystal wand and I had my experience and I actually told my husband about it and he was happy for me. And then I did it a couple more times and again, still had this kind of like shame and embarrassment around it. Um, 
And then my husband, you know, I said to him, like, do you kind of understand how this is helping you too? And he was so sweet. He's like, yeah, I do. He's like, I know that if you feel sexy with yourself, he's like, you're going to feel sexy with me. And he's like, I already think you're sexy, but when you feel sexy, he's like, that turns me on even more. So that was like a really beautiful um, kind of full circle moment where my husband understood that I was feeling shame. He what he held the space for me, told me, you know, what I what I needed to hear to allow to give me the permission to do that, which guys, I am like the feminists that are listening to me right now are like, "What? Give you the permission?" I am my own sovereign being and I respect my husband, right? So there was a part of me that did seek his approval. I'm just being totally honest with you guys. Doesn't mean you need to do this with your husband. But for me, I'm just sharing my story in hopes that it inspires somebody. So it was this beautiful full circle moment where it was almost like I had the permission to do that. I did. And then as a byproduct of it, I have been feeling sexier. I have been feeling more turned on. I have definitely been more horny in the last, I'd say, three months than I have probably in the last 20 years. (laughs) Like that is the truth. Um, and, and now it's, it's part of, I wouldn't say it's a daily practice, but it's a weekly practice and it's a returning back to myself. It's the pleasure that I get, can give myself. Then it's, it's almost like I'm expanding the amount of energy that I can hold. Here's the other piece. And I'm going to really bring this back to, probably what you're asking yourself is like, well, so what's the point of this? Like, why, why is this important? So, you know, if you're growing a business or you are working or you're have your own kind of journey that you're on where you're wanting to learn something or grow something or whatever, the more human, the more you as a human being can hold, the more you can hold. Okay. So if you can hold pleasure and sensuality and your sexuality and curiosity and expansion in that regards, then your nervous system is actually learning how to hold more. And when you can hold more, that's when the universe gives you more, like abundance and success and love and health and happiness. And it's the same thing with really hard emotions like grief and um, you know jealousy and sadness and anger. It's like when you can allow yourself to hold that, and and alchemize it and move it through the universe you know gives you more to hold doesn't mean the universe is going to give you more things to be sad or angry about it just means that the things that you desire are e- are able to more easily and effortlessly come your way because you're able to hold more okay so this conversation has kind of been all over the place um there is this this is a route that I am stepping more into. Um, I start a six week womb wisdom journey um in a week, and I will definitely be popping in here more about that. I'll, I actually will probably have that coach on for a podcast. I know her and I kind of talked about it quickly. Um, this is a six week program where she's following me through my cycle and she's going to teach me ritual and ceremony and kind of my energetics and like really kind of ground in and 
honor my womb, which that's a whole other conversation, which we will be having here on this content, on this podcast, but honoring my womb and honoring my blood and honoring, you know, the, the mothers before me, um, and just, it's going to be so beautiful and I'm so excited, but pleasure and orgasm and just giving yourself that level of expression, I think is going to, is a major game changer thus far in my life. And potentially we'll be bringing more and more of this content to this community. So that being said, if this was a conversation that activated something inside of you, do me a favor, take a picture, share it on your social and tag me. I would love to know and hear your thoughts, your feedback, any questions. And I promise to be back in here with more authentic content content that really is is speaking to my soul and driving um driving me forward. <sighs> All right guys, I will see you next time. Also guys, I wanted to tell you that I recently became an affiliate with the Yoni Pleasure Palace. It's a beautiful company that makes these gorgeous crystal wands and other um tools and toys to kind of explore your own pleasure and sensuality. And this is like my go-to place to learn, to purchase um, things to, again, for the journey of pleasure and returning back to myself, my feminine essence self. And so I will definitely have the link in the show notes if you want to go ahead and purchase something and get 10% off. All right. Thanks, guys.